this podcast is made possible by all our backers on Patreon. If you want to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective. By becoming a Patreon, you not only support the show, but you get a lot of cool rewards like stickers or our exclusive access to our Slack channel where you can chat and trade and battle with other trainers that also listen to It's Super Effective. If you enjoy what you're listening to and you want to keep enjoying what you're listening to, head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support the show. If not, no big deal. These episodes will always be free, but we would appreciate any support if you can. Thanks and enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 202nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. Sometimes I talk too closely to my mic. Hopefully this is not one of those. I am your host, SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. Are you sure that I'm here, or am I heading out to the stadium for the Grand Pokemon Battle? Going over to Santa Clara? Is that where it is? That is where it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, but, I'm going to Santa Clara for the Grand Pokemon Battle. Uh, even though all the shirts say San Francisco. I don't... What's the difference? Well, because the football game is in Santa Clara, not in San Francisco, but all the shirts say San Francisco. Is that kind of like how Redskin Stadium is actually in, like, not in D.C.? I... Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with us today, we have Logan returning, hanging out with us. I think you meant to say, and the rest. <laughs> and we have the rest of the guests. <laughs> Good old... So in the day of football. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I care too much. It's just a day that is recognized, I suppose. Are, are either of you watching the game tonight? No. I don't think so. But I recognize that it's fun for other people, and it's A-OK for them to enjoy it. I just don't I, enjoy it. I certainly hope that many people do enjoy watching the game. Man, yeah. now, now I feel like the outcast, because I hate, <laughs> I hate football when I'm watching it. Well, oh, if, I, oh. if I was in Milwaukee, Steve, I would be at your house eating B-dubs and, you know, just like probably like playing a game on the side while we had the football game up on the screen or knitting or something. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's true. I, when I say I'm watching it, I'm not it'll be on my television, but I will have a computer in front of me and I will probably be working on stuff for the site. Yeah, I'm probably going to like stream some uh, anime and sort some cards out. That sounds like a good night, too. I love sorting cards. It's almost like <laughs> just as much as playing games. And for yeah. whatever reason, I just love sorting cards. I have it's a, great. Like, it's, a, it's like a zen moment. I have a love-hate relationship with sorting cards. Sometimes it can be great. Sometimes not so much. But before <laughs> we dive into Pokemon, uh, if you're a new listener, while this is a Pokemon podcast, we refuse to talk about Pokemon for the first 10 or 15 minutes. So... Just uh, throwing that out there if you're a newer listener. But because we cannot talk about Pokemon for the first 15 or so minutes, Will, how was your weekend? 
Well, I wasn't talking about Pokemon cards at all anyways. I was talking about Vanguard cards. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, did I spend a good chunk of time yesterday afternoon tracking down some Vanguard cards. <laughs> let, let me let me let me hear the tracking. Was it eBay? Was it Cool Stuff Inc? Was it store to store? Was it B2B? I was going store to store. Brick and mortar. Yeah, the official uh website listed one store in Virginia as having Vanguard cards and uh and they didn't. And uh, then I remembered there was another store that was near that store in Virginia where they used to have Vanguard competitions. And I think I got ripped off, but I still bought a box of boosters and got, I got some pretty good pulls. <laughs> I was <laughs> happy, but still. So, yeah, last night I uh, basically spent the evening... Uh, Watching Irene and uh, opening 60 booster packs. <laughs> Irene 60. had a good stream. Yeah, it was a real good scream. scream. <laughs> there, was there, was a really lot, good stream. there was a lot of screaming, you are correct. <laughs> but I, uh, out of, what, 60 times, 300 cards, I pulled about 40 that I can use for the decks that I'm building at Vanguard right now. Yeah. So that not... sounds about right for card it, games. Yeah, give us the dirt. How much did that run you? Uh, $140. All right. But only because I got ripped off at that one brick and mortar store. I was mm -hmm. real unhappy because they had a sign on their boxes of Vanguard boosters. It said all Vanguard boosters, 50% off. And then I like said to the dude, okay, how much is a box of Sovereign Star Dragon? And he said, $90. And I was like, no, no, no. Because that's the actual price right. that you would buy if you're a chump. And then I bought it for ninety dollars. <laughs> oh, well, he didn't offer you. Did you not say where's my fifty percent? No, because the kind of like the sign was on a, a different right. Because Vanguard is there's two um, strains technically of Vanguard right now: regular Vanguard, which is the old style, and Vanguard G, which is the current. So the sign was kind of on the old Vanguard oh, okay. booster boxes. I see. Hmm. That's all right. All right. Uh, oh, and I got my Mew code. Oh, but that's Pokemon. Yeah, don't don't bring that up. Uh, <laughs> Logan, what what do you got for us? So I left my trimps at work, and oh no! It, before I did it, I exported the save file, and I was like, if if I get really bored, I'll I'll import this to my phone and then check it out. And it wasn't like it was like an hour after work, and I was like, I gotta check on my trimps. So, <laughs> so I've been playing a lot of trimps on my phone. All right. Uh, I've, the portal's open and everything, but I ha I'm not gonna go in there yet. Uh, because I've only got like 70 helium. Yeah, my my first portal I probably went through with 250 ish helium. Mm -hmm. You're just you're just gonna hit a wall where your your trimps are gonna die before they can mm -hmm. even get a hit off on. Oh on wow, the the snimps or the grimps or the elephants <laughs> or the blimps. Let alone the wait. Have you guys ever? Because I've done this twice now. Have you ever? Um, I, I don't know the way to put it. I, I guess I would say, have you ever been there after the Turkimp? The Turkimp? No, I have oh, not. That answers the question for Logan. What about you, Steve? Uh, I don't recall a Turkimp. Okay, so this is, you guys need to pay attention. Um, <laughs> if you kill a Turkimp, it gives you, the player, a boost. So whatever oh, you put thing. yourself yeah. to, um, it uh, it's like fifty percent more for fifteen minutes. 
Yeah, because you share your food with all your trips. Oh, that's where the fifty. That's where the fifteen-minute food thing comes from. That's a tur camp. Didn't you guys notice? No, I just thought it was like tur camp, and it was such a delicious feast that blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't read all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I. I mean, I used to read it all, but now I'm just mid max. I gotta get those numbers higher. Hmm. I think I'm on portal four or five. I've really like the last two weeks of trims. I've been slacking, but I mean, they're still <laughs> going. I feel like once you go through a portal, it gets much different, right? Cause you're, you have perks that carry over. You would think that, I mean, this is just my experience. You would think going through the portal, everything would be easier and faster. And maybe because you're going so fast or like, it doesn't feel like you're going fast because you're just going through the motions again. Yeah. Um, that it just seems like every time you go through, it just gets harder and harder. So is there, like, you've been through the portal. Is there actually an end of the game, or do you just sort of uh, go forever? If you, I, I, would, I would assume the end is when you complete all the achievements. Okay. Because if you look at the achievement list, it's like, complete the wall in eight hours. Okay, now complete the wall in four hours. Uh, what is the okay. wall? The wall. Is this one of the maps you get. Think is map twelve. It's yeah. It at the end of it, it gives you something special. Yeah, like, there, there's four special maps: the wall, the block, the dimension of anger, and then something way past that, where I think you have to be level forty or fifty to unlock it. Hmm. Okay, so I was like four, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I'm far away from that. So, like, when do you get the thing past hotels? Because I, that's uh, the next thing, but it's it's not popping up. Is it the mansion after hotels? No, no, no. Mansion is before hotels. Uh, is it the wormhole? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think the wormhole warps in a thousand trims. Oh, wow. I wow. could be wrong, though. But one, there's there's a point where... It might be the wormhole where it will ask for you to spend helium for it to activate. Oh, man. And you don't get that helium back like you do when you... Because when you go through the portal, you keep your helium. Welcome to It's Trimping Effective. (laughs) (laughs) It's Trimps Effective. (laughs) You keep your helium, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So now when I go through a portal, it'll say, you have 2,000 helium. Would you like to reallocate it all or just add on to what you have? Oh, okay. Huh. Why would you ever use that wormhole then? Well, I mean, because certain achievements will be like have 10,000 trims and get a permanent 1% damage boost. And the only way you're getting 10,000 is by spending that helium. Okay. And you can make it back. You can usually make it back just as fast. Okay. There you go. There you go. Man. Trimps. So good. Trimps is really good. It's like the best. Hey, did you play uh, a dark room yet? I have not started yet. Okay, because yeah, it's browser based now. I mean, like, well, that's how it started, and then it then it got ported to phone. But you're right, the browser like it's an idle game, so it should just be an idle game. But it's sort of not an idle game after a while, which is why it's so awesome. But you'll see. Okay, <laughs> all right. I don't like idle games. I mean, you're still playing Trimps, aren't you? My computer is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, Trimps is good. Uh, my weekend has actually my whole week. I have gotten into Final Fantasy fourteen, mm. a Realm Reborn, I think it's called. Which server are you on? 
Uh, Doesn't matter what the answer is, because it's always another server from the server that everybody else is on. So far, <laughs> so far, we have everyone on the same server. I'm not on the server with you. Well, you refuse to play. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> I I don't I forget what the main server is. It's it's not primal. It's I think cuz North America has three main servers, primal. It's the one that starts with an A. So we're on that one and then that breaks down into like eight other servers and we're on Cactar. Hmm. Uh, which if you know anything from Final, Final Fantasy, it's the little like uh cactus that kind of dances. Cactur? <laughs> Cac No. Yes. No. Yes. Cactar. Uh, it's super enjoyable. It's, I, I, I love it a lot. Like I, it was a kind of a slow burn for me. So I played wow a lot when, when I say a lot, I mean pretty much like every day for several hours for about three months back in 2008, mm. uh, probably actually the time when I started doing the podcast, give or take, but yeah, I was playing wow a lot and I was playing with Aaron if 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 you guys are older listeners, you probably remember Aaron. Mm. And then a couple of people fell off. So the people I was I was playing with daily, they kind of fell off. And then MMO is a real lonely to play by yourself. Yeah. And so I I fell off a while, which is which is fine. And um, you know I I always miss the MMO band, bandwagon because like games like Wild Star come, and then everyone's on that, and then all of a sudden that falls off and it's like too late to join or give or take whatever other MMOs have come in the past. And I've always kind of wanted to go back to world of Warcraft, but then again, no one to play with. So, uh, Irene started playing elder scrolls online. ESO. And she was like, Oh, like, I really like this a lot. You should play with me. And I was like, wow, like it's a pretty heavy game for Irene to be playing. Uh, but I don't, I don't like anything about elder scrolls. I don't like the world. <laughs> I don't really care for the we can steal everything off the table and then sell it like because yeah. that's what everyone does in Elder Scrolls. You you crouch, you take all the forks and knives off the table, <laughs> and you, then you sell it for four gold or whatever. Yeah, and so she was like, "I have all these people Elder Scrolls. I uh, you can download my digital copy on your PS4. We can play." I was like, "Okay," so I downloaded it, and then I was like, "Well, I'll just give them the fifteen dollars a month because." You get a 10% experience boost and 10% more gold and you oh, wow. get all this stuff. And I was like, well, if the game's free, I'll give them $15. I'll go like all in because <laughs> I want to accelerate my MMO progress as fast as possible. And I hated it. I oh. just didn't. It was exactly like I thought it would be of, <laughs> well, I can't like, how do I get more gold? Well, if you like wait till the person's not looking and you crouch, you can steal their vase off the table and then you can go. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I'll just these quests are so boring and I'll just go kill creatures. Well, you can't really get experience by killing stuff. I was like, what? What? <laughs> what MMO would you not give players a lot of experience for just slaughtering crocodiles and antelopes? <laughs> so I. I I gave it about 20 hours of my time and I just couldn't do it. And so my, my friend Tyler, who was playing ESO, he plays Destiny with us. He was like, you should play Final Fantasy. And he was like, it's on sale on PC for $10 this week. And I was like, nope, I'm not doing the PC thing. Our, maybe our listeners don't know, but I'm a very big Mac user. And I don't play a lot of computer games at all. And like Steam, eh, 
I'll just play on my DS or my Wii U or my PS4. I like my playing on a couch in a 60 screen television environment. 60 mm-hmm. inch screen. 60 you don't inch. have 60 screens. I have in your 60 living room. TVs in my living room. Will don't take this away. <laughs> from me. But the, the the secret is you just hate Microsoft. You will not do anything, Microsoft. I can't remember the last time I ran a win- Windows computer besides like when I worked for Apple and people came in and they were like, my iTunes isn't working. And I was like, well, that's a PC. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, so it was it was on sale for on PSN for $10 the following week. And I was like, all right, well, you can't go wrong with any game for $10. So I bought it and... I made my character, and the opening cutscene is the most anime boring thing I've ever watched. And I was like, "Oh man, this game's not for me." I'm, I'm just gonna, and I skipped through everything. I was like, "I don't want any story right now because I don't want to <laughs> waste two hours looking at story for a game I don't like." So I skipped everything. I'm walking around the first town, it's con- it's real confusing. Final Fantasy fourteen very complicated compared to Elder Scrolls Online. I'll put that out there. All right, I got to level three within like. 20 minutes i was like i love it leveling up this is good this is everything i want i want to level up fast and i want to kill stuff uh so i walk out to kill my first thing and that was like the click that was the instant i fell in love as soon as i like saw the combat and i'm probably <laughs> is it just like, final fantasy combat or no it's it's more like diablo 3 combat or like world of warcraft okay. combat like a lot of like hot bars waiting for things to cool down timing okay yeah, yeah. So it's 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 incredible. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's like my my holdover since uh, Destiny hasn't had anything new and nothing new in the Pokemon world yet. But that is my sick transition into Pokemon <laughs> news. Wow. Uh, we don't have that much news. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl, the Pokemon Super Bowl commercial in a second here but let's just run through the two news articles i have first one being the japanese pokemon center online store is about to open they don't have an online store because they have about 17 million pokemon centers scattered on every (laughs) corner in japan there's one right next to every 7-eleven in in japan it's like like starbucks in seattle right yep It's just like Starbucks everywhere. It's like CVS right, yeah. everywhere. Well, since It's Super Effective has done such a good job at moving product, uh, no thanks to <laughs> Togepi Lover for helping us with that, but um, <laughs> they finally made enough money to uh, bring that internet over to Japan. So starting on <laughs> February 16th at 10 a.m., I'm assuming Japanese time, you'll be able to... <laughs> that would be so weird. Uh, it's like... 10, 10 a.m. Uh, France time. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> just open then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll know. Uh, you also, so besides Pokemon Center Online, I don't know what the website is that doesn't stay. I don't know if you just go to PokemonCenter.com and you flip to a job. I, those specifics are not here. But uh, the detail we do have is you're able to buy the Nintendo 2DS bundles on their online store. So I'm assuming... That they're going to be selling those Japanese 2DSs, the yellow, blue, red, and green, uh, with the preloaded copies of the original games on it. And you will also be able to pick up the Endro- the Nendroids. 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 Yeah, you'll be able to pick those things up as well. So, yeah. But the question is will they ship to Australia? 
Well, you, because the current U.S. one does not. The current U.S. one, I don't even think will ship to Canada or Mexico. It's strictly... Oh, nobody wants to go to Canada or Mexico. Those are dangerous countries. I mean, it depends if you want a little cold or a little hot. You pick north or no. south. They literally have bandits at the border, and like you drive over the border, and they club you, and they steal things out of your car. I had that experience. I was going to Niagara Falls one time, and the Canadian bandits just grabbed me. <laughs> I don't know how much of that I believe. I don't believe any of that. Have you ever been to Canada? Uh, no. Because you're afraid said, of the bandits. If I said you yes, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't disprove me. Well, that's, that's true, but <laughs> since you've never been beaten up by Canadian bandits, I find it hard to believe. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other bit of news here is the classic red, blue Nendroids are to be released in Japan. Nendroids, based on the designs of red and blue, known as green in Japan, are featured in the original Pokemon games, Pokemon Red and Green. They will be released in Japan later this year. This pair will also include a a Mew figure and will be available for pre-order on February 27th, which is the 20th anniversary. And they plan to be delivered on July 9th. This set will also include Pokeball props and a backpack uh, for the figures. And Android is produced by Good Smile Company. In like three episodes, we talked about the fake Nendroids, but I think this was the this was probably the news article that kind of had the most steam this past week, mm. and mostly because they're cool figures, mm-hmm. but then also because people are like, "Oh my God, they're making an Ash and Gary figure," and then that started the whole snowball effect of. Well, they're not Ash and Gary. They're red and green or red and blue. And ball, you obviously don't know the Pokemon lore. This is not <laughs> Ash. This is red. And uh, he is actually a true Pokemon master. And he's on the top of Mount Silver at the end of the game. But maybe that's actually silver. No, it's red. <laughs> I know. Oh. Mm. So- I, I really don't like Gen 1ers. They really harsh my mellow. Okay, this is what, this is what I want to talk about. Does it bother you? Okay, so I know a lot of non-Pokemon people. Surprisingly, right? Does it bother you when somebody who is not into Pokemon looks at these toys and go, oh my god, red and blue, or sorry, Ash and Gary. Look at these cool Ash and Gary figures. This is really cool. I want to buy this. No, why would that bother me? Like the 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 essential thing that I don't like about Gen Oneers, like as you said, is that they're harshing somebody else's fun. Like like the only Pokemon that was any fun was Red and Blue, the originals, and nothing else is fun. And you're stupid for thinking everything else is fun. But aren't we doing the same thing if we're harshing somebody else because they want to buy those little figures of something they loved? Yeah, especially if they're not deep into Pokemon, right? I mean, I'm fine with it. If they think it's cool, yeah, go for Yeah, but it. these are limited edition figures, man. <laughs> There's not enough to go around. <laughs> I think there will be plenty to go to around. Go. That's like, like, uh, like it's going to go to some rich kid who doesn't even care, and his parents just say, oh, he, that kid likes the Pokemons. Let's just get him this very exclusive limited edition. And he goes and sits in a closet and is never seen ever again, never sees the light of day. Spoiler alert, every single person's an android ever is sitting in a closet right now. <laughs> maybe I'm the maybe I'm the the worst kind of Pokemon fan, but when I saw this tweeted and I didn't read any of the copy and I just saw the picture on my timeline, like the first thing I thought of was like 
screw the Ash figure. That Gary figure looks really sweet. <laughs> it's true, it does. And then I had to stop myself, and I was like, Ugh, I know it's not Gary. It's blue or green or whatever the Pokemon community <laughs> is about to yell at me about. But that is not my fault that the Pokemon company made Ash and Gary look like these characters and then called them something different. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Ash is in the list of suggested names, so... And so is Gary when you yeah. get... Yeah, for your rival. <laughs> Who is named Ash? <laughs> That's not even a real name. I mean, like, it's an abbreviation for Ashley. Which is who is named Ashley anymore? That <laughs> name went out of style in 1927. Oh, Ashley! <laughs> All a whole bunch of Ashley listeners just got really sad. <laughs> Love you, Ashley. They're big, big they're hipsters. They're they're hipsters. They're ready for the next. I had a lot of Ashleys in my. Anyway, oh, I wait. I wait. I'm, talk... <laughs> I'm talking about dudes. Oh, I mean, all right. Well, Ashley is it Ashley as a with man's like an name? L E I G H. Is that no, you could be A-S-H-L-E-Y and be a man. All right. I don't think Ash is a bad name. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> I, I, I think Green is the worst name. <laughs> yeah, green, green is a real bad name. So is Blue, so is Red. If yeah, I think, I think... I mean, I guess Red is okay. We just had a beautiful baby. What are we going to name it? Let's name it Green. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's real. That, when, you, when you think about it that way, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> and I har- I harp on this all except, the time. Except actually in J- actually in in Japan, right? Like the you can have like the symbol that is your name, but it also has a meaning as an object or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like where it becomes more realistic. But us folks with the Christian names that we don't have those double meanings and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I harp on this all the time, but as as a kid, I never, I never put two and two together as like this character in the lore is named Red and this character is named Blue. I'm just gonna say Red and Blue just because that's what America got. Mm. I just thought that those were default names because that was the color of your freaking cartridge, right? <laughs> and so. As, My is yellow. <laughs> as a 10-year-old kid, I was like, well, the default names are red and blue because that's the color I bought. And yeah. these characters are Ash and Gary because that is what the show advertises. And that's what these characters, that's what Ash and Gary look like. But I don't care because... It's me. It's me. And my <laughs> rival is my sister at the time who bought it. And then she named... Her rival, me, and as we progressed through to the Wait, Pokemon, your sister se- at the time, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> she's, she's no, no longer your sister. Before I traded her for a <laughs> Peekaboo, um, and then you know when Crystal came out, it was like, oh, we can be a girl, and then it was like, oh, cool, they're expanding to everything, and then they took that all away to like do this like forceful character thing, which I hate. I just can't. It bothers me a lot. Let me name myself. Let me name my friends. Let me name my rivals. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's a really personalized game, and it should be like X and Y, where you have a lot of control over how your character looks and how that character I, I is. Don't, I don't feel the need to name my rival. I think naming myself is, is good enough. 
yeah i mean at, at a certain point i am like even if it is me i'm in a very different world and I, you know <laughs> i can sense that there are other people that are named whatever in that world <laughs> yeah we've gotten to a day and age though that naming something is that gonna break the game <laughs> Yeah, I, are you sure? <laughs> I just like think of like the Animal Crossing creatures running up and going like, "Oh, hey, Steve, I thought of a cool nickname for you. What if I called you Brickhouse?" And I was like, "No, don't do that." Okay, Steve, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how an Animal Crossing animal sounds all the time. They're so full of excitement about everything. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> it was stupid anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe my feelings are I just want Animal Crossing characters to be Pokemon. Yeah, I, mean, I want a cross world between Animal Crossing and Pokemon. Yeah, that'd how be amazing awesome. would that be? Really hey, awesome. Steve, I'm... I just caught a Pikachu. How do you think <laughs> Light Bulb is for a name? Nah, all right, that was kind of dumb. See you tomorrow. <laughs> what should I call them? Oh wow, <laughs> Fart is a great name. Actually, it's much better than Light Bulb. <laughs> is there a wiki of like banned names and words for Animal Crossing and Pokemon? There should be. There's just a list of all the things that you can't name things. <laughs> I think I think the, the best the best animal not to get too off topic, the best Animal Crossing feeling is you you have all these nicknames formed because you're playing Animal Crossing so deeply and then you, you step away for like four or five months mm-hmm. and you come back and they run up to you and you're like, Hey, Chop Muffin, good to see you and you're just like <laughs> Oh yeah, that was a thing. Oh yeah, real funny man. Don't don't call me that anymore. <laughs> hey, listen, don't call me that. It's just a good feeling. I've been on sabbatical away from my mayor my mayorship. I realized I don't want to be called that anymore. Oh man. Man, okay, can we talk really quick? Cause you said this on twitter i think but just like the fact that there's so many animal crossing amiibos coming out there has to be a game coming out and i want it to come out so bad i want it right now there has to be and i I know people i know people are like amiibo party that's that's your game but amiibo party has like so like the characters are designed they are already there yeah the 3d characters are there the world is there it like arcs like it would in the gamecube version or the wii version Mm mm-hmm like the framework is there and i'm no game programmer but come on your assets are done (laughs) no i I can't handle it because what happens with animal crossing is it comes out and people like steve like get so intensely into it and they collect everything absolutely everything in like a month and then they're like oh i'm done with animal crossing and i'm like you even do that i only have three dinosaur bones and two insects (laughs) i will say he he will go on reddit and he's like down to dinosaur these are the bones i need let's bone come on let's Let's get some dinosaur bones (laughs) dude i'm not gonna lie i have all the bones in the last animal crossing and i did go on reddit to get them (laughs) I, i i I think the 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 Animal Crossing economy though is ruined because if I have a full set, I can just order that full set over and over and just give it to people. You can't do it with dinosaur bones. Or no, no, you... no, you can't do it for dinosaur bones. But when this is so off topic, but why not? <laughs> um, 
when I was in 2006, I think Wild World was the Animal Crossing. Well, Wild World was the Animal Crossing that was the the hot thing that the 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 stuffed pork chop of the time. <laughs> it was good, and there was something called NookBay.com, and it is exactly what you think it is. It was eBay <laughs> for Animal Crossing items. <laughs> And I would go to Nook Bay every single day, and I was like, that modern lamp. I don't have the modern lamp yet. I'll bid 500 bells. so awesome. All right, now it's up to 550. This auction's ending soon. All right, I just paid 1,000 bells for this modern lamp. All right, in 48 wow, hours. So it was I, in-game currency. It wasn't like you had to pay like 50 cents or whatever. No, no, it was in-game currency. And then when the auction ended, you would have, I think they said 72 hours to meet up with the person. They would come in. Drop the item, you drop the bells, and then you leave. And then, <laughs> like, you real go, cool. <laughs> right. And then you go on the website. Did the seller meet their requirements? Yes or no? Did the buyer meet the requirements? Yes or no? And then your, your, your Nook Bay rating went up. So then, while you were bidding on other things, you go, Oh, this person had 400 reviews, all five stars. I know he's going to come in, not step on my flowers, drop the goods, get out. <laughs> Man, people who step on flowers, like, there's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> so now that, like, Animal Crossing needs to fix a lot of things because you can go back and forward in time and mess everything up and then order whatever you want and just give it to people. I, I'm just saying the economy needs some structure. Yeah. Speaking of structure, <laughs> another bad transition. No, that was good. The, the Super Bowl commercial, Pokemon Super Bowl commercial mm-hmm. airing tonight. I believe we've all seen it at this point. Oh, yeah. uh, PKMNCast.com ran a article probably the uh most viewed article we've done in just easily the past year of things you might have missed we tried to uh pick out the secrets in the commercial and pu- we've got we had to publish before other people did that out and that was thanks to the yeah. slack community that helped with that uh jeff was the one who really kind of put the thought into my head to do and so we ran that it was really good the commercial, I believe, was about a minute 30 long. It will be cut to 30 seconds tonight. By the time you hear this podcast, though, it will already oh, wow. have ran. Um, 30 seconds for about five, is it $5 million, $2 million, something like that, to run a Super Bowl ad. Wow. What did you guys think? That's, that's chump change when you're, you know, a true when you're the when you're Pokemon. Pokemon company. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's nothing that great. What did you guys think of the commercial, though? So I I thought I was a super sleuth because I was like, what those those jerseys say 1996? I'm gonna post this on Twitter, and then you were like, dog, come on, <laughs> and you linked me to the article. I was like, oh, I didn't know anything. <laughs> there's there's so many cool <laughs> little little things like HM like for the surf, and uh, I mean, yeah, some stuff was like real deep. And I was like, I don't know, Did, is that? <laughs> It, it it was all pretty awesome and goes much further than 1996 and 20. Well, for me, um, overall for the commercial is I'm hoping that this is the start of a campaign because the commercial, I mean, it's, it's interesting, but it's, yeah, it's a lot of hidden Pokemon stuff, but it's also relating Pokemon to other things, you know, relating yeah. it to chess, relating it to football, and I'd like to see how they're going to expand that in the year to come and expand on the train on theme and what they actually mean by that. And, uh, or maybe have a real product. 
to advertise. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got plenty of real products. Just go to PokemonCenter.com and hide your credit card. Uh, just because <laughs> it's, they don't have a main game coming out does not mean that they don't have things to sell. And That's true. There's, I mean, there's all that Pokemon 20 merchandise. There is the Victini in the Master Ball. They could sell that, and that would be the perfect year for me. But they've also got like <laughs> a nice uh, snapback with the Pokemon 20 uh, Pikachu logo on it. They got... They got the freaky Pikachu with the designs all over it. And they've got the non-freaky Pikachu without the designs. They got plenty of stuff to sell, friends. <laughs> I think you I think you hit the nail on the head that th- there is you know, some debate, especially when you when you look at any commercial and you go, Oh, that that costed them a lot of money and it's running this is the first commercial, it's running during the Super Bowl. There's high expectations there. And so there was a lot of people that were like, it didn't, it didn't sell me anything. Like, why was it not for Pokemon Z? And then there was the other side of the spectrum of like, why was this commercial not for Pokemon Go? And then there was the other spectrum of, uh, I really like the commercial. And I would say yeah. those, those were the, probably the three. So let's back up a second here to the first two. It wasn't Pokemon Z. It wasn't Pokemon Go. I think it's because both of those things are coming out soon. And they right. don't want to, they just want to be like, hey, uh, Pokemon is a thing. Just uh, we'll tell you more later. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't think you have to advertise for those because they sell themselves. Yeah. And I, 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 I said on the podcast before, I, I never thought the commercial was going to sell a product, and people were like, the, the commercial was there to remind you that Pokemon existed, mm-hmm. and a lot of people go, that does, everyone knows Pokemon exists. It's in the Macy's Day Parade. It's here. It's there. It's, you're right. You know <laughs> what else people know exists? Coca-Cola. <laughs> and you know what runs more commercials than anything else? Coca-Cola. Yeah. There, there was do, wait, like... but also, do they even do, like, all... They, they don't do commercials for all the subdivisions of Coke. And I, they don't I, need to. Like, you know, because there's Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero. They absolutely... Uh, vanilla yeah. Coke, Diet Vanilla Coke. Yeah, they definitely um, run ads for all that stuff. They do not. Yeah, well, we're in do. D.C., and I'm sure the president only buys generic regular coke wait on television <laughs> yeah yeah on television yeah you have seen a commercial for diet vanilla cherry coke on no the i've seen it for diet coke i like when when vanilla coke first came out i absolutely saw those ads where people are like it was a really specific product that was like diet cherry vanilla coke and yeah i've seen well yeah but they're they're still selling that stuff and they still they don't do commercials for things that are just there that yeah, are right. I mean, released like, yeah, but, 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 but what I'm saying Coke. is the, the value of a Coca-Cola commercial is it leads you to the Coca-Cola product that you want. It doesn't necessarily yeah, just true. mean regular Coke in the red can that you like the, the standard sugar. Well, you had to go to Mexico to get the sugar one, but the full sugar <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, you just think of all Coke products. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to we're going to go into the office on Monday because we all have office jobs. Yep. Maybe you do. I got fired. What? Just kidding. <laughs> that was gonna. That was like the new news item all of a sudden. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure I will hear, it, if not once, but multiple times. Hey, did you see this commercial last night? Yeah. And it's it's going to be. There's only two types of commercials people bring up: either something super emotional, which you know, usually the office setting doesn't bring up, but at, at least sticks with you, or. Man, that commercial was really funny. Mm-hmm. And those commercials never sell a product. You look at any Budweiser commercial, 
you know, they're not selling Budweiser's. They're selling a horse and a dog every freaking year. Yeah. And uh, the there was a Radio Shack commercial like two years ago, and it, it wasn't selling a product. It was just reminding you that Radio Shack existed. For then. Oh, for right for then. Not too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think the Pokemon commercial, in my eyes, really did the, not the funny, but more of the the pulling at the heart. And I think... They accomplished that really well at the end when you see the dad and the kid. Pokemon came out when I was 10, 9, 11, around there. And so at my age of mm. being very old at 27 years old, uh, it, would be an, uh, an, it wouldn't be out of the norm to have kids by then. I don't have any. But if I did, I would be like, you see, kid of uh, baby SBJ? You can do that one day too, because I did it, <laughs> and that like really spoke to me. Not that, yeah, that was that was good. You uh, can do uh, that. It gave yeah. me gave me chills. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> and, and I think like like that that was why Pokemon Bank was so important to me to like keep caring over those Pokemon that I have, and then one day I could like sit down with my kid and be like, look at this sweet. Mew I got in February of 2016. It only knows pound. Nothing <laughs> else. Only pound. But Back I got it. Back in my day, Mews could only learn pound. There was the store. It was BMN. <laughs> brick and mortar. It was called GameStop. They went Ooh. out of business. But <laughs> I got a Mew later. from them. Oh, man. I gotta go do that. I gotta go get my Mew. <laughs> I gotta do that, too. But, I, yeah, I think, I think Will really... There, there's a lot. Somebody could watch the commercial and go, "Oh, okay, I get it," and walk away. But besides us pointing out the little things like the 1996, the the Moo Moo Milk, the Nido King chess piece, mm-hmm. you can even go deeper and go. They showed a chess game not because it was something they could show. They showed a chess game because Pokemon is a lot like chess. Mm-hmm. They showed football because not because. Of I the mean, Super Bowl, even though, like, obviously that tie-in was near perfect. They showed football because it showed how exciting competing can be. Yeah. And those are, like, two things that people probably overlooked. Like, look at the strategy of Pokemon comparing it to a chess game. And look at the excitement of a Pokemon battle comparing it to the excitement people see around just a football game. Well, and I would also say this, that... Putting the concept of Pokemon in your head makes you then seek out the appropriate Pokemon solution that meets your activity level. Or the other way I would say it is if they had advertised a new main line game, wouldn't the developers of Pokemon Tournament have felt really sad? Because <laughs> they're the ones who've got something coming out, right? Yeah. This is like right around the corner, literally next month. Um, Man, I'm so excited. But if you just put the thought of, hey, I love Pokemon and remind people and then they start looking into, hey, what's new with Pokemon? And I like fighting games. Wait, there's a Pokemon fighting game coming out. Sales go up. Hey, I like Pokemon and I only play games on my phone. Hmm. There's this game called Pokemon Shuffle that will take all of my dollars. <laughs> and then they go and they play Pokemon Shuffle. There's so many different, you know, the Pokemon has slowly spread out into so many different areas that there's just they're just going to get money just by putting the thought of Pokemon in your head. And I hope they get lots and lots of money. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I don't think the commercial was perfect, but it was it was extremely well done, and mm-hmm. I think it I think it hit a lot of notes, uh, right on the right on key. And yeah. I don't I I could I could sit here and I could sit here and nit, nitpick it or complain about something like I I do think the the the, the first like twenty seconds are kind of little, but. I was going to say, I can complain about people who I have heard, have heard discuss it, and they're like, why is there Lucario in the commercial? It should just be the first 150. Why mm-hmm. shouldn't there be Lucario in the commercial? Yeah, it's just as much as a Pokemon as Pokemon number one. <laughs> the, I will say the, mag, the Magneton was a little weird. Why? Would you stop? Every Pokemon is equal and precious and beautiful in its own way. Well, obviously Pikachu was a given. Charizard was a given. I have a team of six Chimekos. Chime chime. I, I could I could say <laughs> Lucario was a given just because of how big Lucario is. It has its own amiibo. It's in Smash Brothers. It's on a movie cover. It was like the Pikachu of its time when people stopped caring about Pokemon. Okay, the like, reason <laughs> Lucario is there in the commercial well, that's is a mega because, Lucario. Let's be fair. Okay, and that's fine. And thank you for pointing that out because you're just proving my point. Mega Lucario <laughs> is the first Mega Pokemon that you get. Yeah, Ever. that's true. Yep. The so the Gyarados was a bit of a surprise, but then in retrospect made complete sense because so many people know who and what Gyarados is just based off of the silliness of Magikarp. If you play Gen 1, you probably wanted a Gyarados because everyone wanted a Gyarados. I get that. Magneton, I'm not sure. And the only reason like I like Magneton. Very cool. The only reason I, I I was like, oh, Magneton, that was interesting, is because they, they, I feel like a Gen 4 or Gen 5 Pokemon would have really helped, and I think there yeah. are Pokemon from that generation that are strong enough, even stronger than Magneton, to take its presence there. But that's, that's just what I think. That was probably my only, like, oh, Magneton. Yeah, I yeah. would have liked to see, like, a Gen 6 Pokemon, I guess. Like, I mean, I, like you said, I like that Lucario's in there and that he's Mega, but he could have. There could have been more than just him, as far as representing every other game. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big like Zigzagoon could have made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a shiny, one shiny like Zigzagoon. Man, okay, or so I spent the whole weekend. Peanut butter. I spent the whole weekend just getting in horde battles with Zigzagoons because I, it's my favorite Pokemon. So I, I'm like, I gotta be in Zigzag Swag Club. <laughs> Do you have but a shiny I, charm? Yeah. Yep. Well, then somebody just doesn't love you. i've been trying so much well cool (laughs) i will be interested but probably not surprised to see the 30 second cut of the commercial i think that it'll like like you said like the first 20 seconds dragged so i think it'll probably be like like the last 30 it'll be more uh impactful i think yeah yeah well let's take a 30 second break and when we come back we have some Emails to run through and our Pokemon of the week. And we are back from our break. Got some emails to run through. We have a back catalog here of emails, but, uh, Probably won't get to them all, which is fine. Save them for future episodes. We're going to run on Pokemon of the Week and do these emails first. 
If you have an email you want to send in, you can do so at sbj at pcamncast.com or just go over to pokemonpodcast.com and hit that contact button and we will read any and all emails. Uh, first one is from Derek B. Good afternoon, SBJ and Will and Travis. <laughs> and the rest. I recently got tired of listening <laughs> to the same music over and over and decided to try podcasts. I typed in Pokemon and you all were there. I started listening to episode 99 and now I am backtracking. I enjoy diff- the di- different dynamics of personalities on the show. As well as the Poké knowledge you bestow upon us all. I played X and Y and then got rid of my 3DS. Now, listening to your show, I will be getting a 3DS XL with my tax return and Alpha Sapphire because Kyogre is the bomb. I played Red and Blue back in the day and Crystal after that. It is something that I enjoyed off and on throughout life. And I thank you for breathing new life into my Poké soul. I'm hoping with buying my new game, I would like to try some competitive and battle more people. You can insert your shameless plug of your Slack community here. So we have the Slack community. <laughs> All you have to do is back us on Patreon for at least $1. Patreon.com slash it's super effective. And if you pay $4, you get access to the exclusive gold channel, which gold. is way better than all the other channels. Yeah, yeah the gold channel is real cool. It's got cat facts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, rambling at this time. Thank you for your entertainment and knowledge, and I look forward to future episodes soon. Thanks, Derek. We're actually um, planning a special uh, competition, uh, but only for members of the Zigzag Swag Club. <laughs> Those are some requirements. You just need a shiny Zigzagoon. That's not that's not too hard of a requirement. I worked on it all weekend, and I still don't have one. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't work hard enough. Uh, so Mike writes in, Hey, Steve, I've been trying to stay caught up on all the podcasts, but I'm not sure if you discussed my previous email or not since October. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, anyways i'd love to hear your thoughts on pokemon live streams particular speed runs shiny hunting and nuzlocke challenges i've already discussed if you've already discussed this maybe you can direct me to which episode it was thanks mike we talked a little bit about nuzlocks yeah, yeah. We, talked, we talked about that i for me it's just i think it's it is a function of my age and i'll just have to finally cave in and admit you know i i just i don't youtube i, I can't <laughs> I don't I don't like to sit in front of a computer and watch videos. I you know, I listen to podcasts usually when I'm active, you know, walking the dog, exercising, something like that. But sitting still and doing passive entertainment is is just not something that I like to do. And if I am going to do it, I'm going to do it on the television screen. And right now it's I don't have a method of easily playing YouTube on the TV. Like, mm-hmm. I can't knit and watch things on the computer. That's just real annoying for me. <laughs> so, I mean, I've just never gotten into it. And the other thing is, like, the, kind of the same reason why I, and I know it's sacrilege to say this on Super Bowl Sunday, the reason I don't get into professional sports is I don't enjoy watching other people do something that I could potentially be doing myself at the same time. That's you why know? I don't watch the cooking I, channel. I don't want, well, I don't want to watch. <laughs> I can't cook. That's fine. But uh, I don't want to watch people play Pokemon. I, I'll i just play Pokemon. You know, I just it's just it doesn't the, the two pieces don't come together for me. And, you know, I've had people say, well, yeah, but they do it so much better than anybody else. Well, that's fine. That's an itch that I don't have and does not need to be scratched. 
I'll say that I like for when I was doing competitive battling, it was really awesome to watch like Aaron Zhang's channel and uh, see how he makes decisions during the course of a game because it made me a lot better and more prepared to make those kind of decisions. So I could see the other side of that. But then back to the cooking channel thing, it's not even about the cooking. It's the fact that they're eating some food that I could eat, I could put in my mouth, you know, but I can't. I will never be able to eat that awesome cupcake. Unless I go to like Peru or wherever they're getting it from. <laughs> we got a lot of cupcake places here in D.C. Just come visit. OK, I'm, that's still on my list of things that, that I really want to do. And <laughs> if you got cupcake places, then I'm just it's going to be another check on the box, man. As as oh, all right, there's four different things here. So speed runs. I don't game. I know games done quick does yeah. their thing like 20 times a, a year now agdq yeah. is twice a year it was actually just like last month here up here in dc I, it's it's cool like i'm not saying it's not but there's i don't think there's a single pokemon game where i'm like man i, I want to see somebody beat this fast <laughs> it's it's not quite as mind-blowing as when somebody takes you through ocarina of time while still being a child link <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've seen people beat Pokemon Red in like the ten minutes or whatever by like walking through a bunch of walls and yeah, like we're literally walking past the Elite Four and just going to the computer at the end. It's like, like yeah, you beat it, but it, I'd be more impressed if you like took out the rivals Pokemon with like a level two Pidgey. I, Somehow, that'd, yeah, that'd be real cool. Or or if you actually played the game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, like, well, maybe they have, you know, GDQ does a lot of stuff where there's like rules on the thing. Like, uh, as far as like Ocarina of Time, they have runs where you can't do glitches. Like, it's just as fast as you can without glitches. And maybe there's a run where you have to actually beat the Elite Four and Rival <laughs> at the end. You know, I'll, I'll probably get a lot of hate mail for this, but what does it say for us as a society that we have made events out of people? just playing video games as fast <laughs> as they can possibly play them. Well, if you do I mean, it for I, charity, then you yeah, can do it's anything. for charity. And I mean, that's the Super Bowl is not much different than watching somebody expertly do a task that they trained their whole well, life. Well, I guess nobody's gotten a concussion playing tr Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Real quick. I will <laughs> I will put this I will put this out here and again, this is probably a fine line to walk. But because I because I've done charity, I've done two charity events and they were both Pokemon art shows. And the reason they were charity based was one, um, because I didn't want to get sued <laughs> by selling artwork related to Pokemon. And that is technically one way around it. And two is because it's very easy to talk to venues and other places when you're art is charity based there you go when you're looking at streaming like games done quick or watch my stream i'm doing charity this weekend that to me is a very like 2014 2015 2016 fad and i mm -hmm. would not be surprised and i would actually be very happy if it went away because i think a lot of people a lot of people are streaming anyways and they're just saying they're doing it for charity to get more viewers. And that's... You're the one who's going to be getting the hate mail, brother. No, and, and, <laughs> and people can be like, well, no, they're doing... I, I get it. But 
I watch so many stream. I don't. I don't watch a lot of streamers. I see so many people that are like, "I'm streaming for charity this week and come watch me." And it's like, no, you're streaming for cha- you're streaming every weekend. The only difference is this weekend you're saying it's for charity in hopes that more people retweet you, in hopes that you get more viewers. That is the only reason you're doing it. And yes, I get it. It's good. charity is a good thing. I get it, and that's why it's a weird argument to be against. But I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of seeing. We're doing a Zelda marathon this weekend every month for charity. I get it. People like Zelda. You're doing it over and over. You're burning it into the ground, and I don't want to watch it anymore because I got time. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I watch something more entertaining. <laughs> wow. This is the most Seinfeld that this in Super Effective has ever been. Why That's don't you point. wear the ribbon, Steve? <laughs> wear the ribbon. Wear the ribbon. I'm walking the... I'm walking. Why do I have to wear the ribbon? <laughs> As going back to Mike's question, I think Twitch Plays Pokemon is fantastic and was fantastic. And you know what? They didn't do it for charity. No, they didn't. And that nope. guy's probably rolling in the dough. <laughs> Here, do you want to hear a story about Twitch Plays Pokemon? I have a... Um, Somebody who I went to college with who is uh, very involved in liberal politics. And uh, I got in an argument over with him uh, over Twitter because he was using the hashtag, uh, hashtag TPP. And I was like, dude, that's the hashtag for Twitch Plays Pokemon. It doesn't mean what you want it to mean, which he <laughs> was thinking it meant the Trans-Pacific Partnership or the, <laughs> yeah, the Trans-Pacific uh, Trade Partnership. And I was like, and he's like, no, it really means the Trans-Pacific Trade Partnership. And I was like, well, you know, no, because Twitch Plays Pokemon is the biggest thing in the world right now. And nobody cares <laughs> about stupid politics. It's so boring. <laughs> That was my story. That's good. Good story. Uh, the other two here are shiny hunting. Uh, it would be more exciting for me to find a shiny instead of watching somebody else find a shiny. Uh, but if you want to watch people do shinies, I, I mean, think it's there. Yeah. Justin Flynn does that a lot. Yeah. Is there like some? Uh, can you cover that on the ASMR newscast? Is shiny hunting like some form of ASMR? Where it's like uh, not watching get, Justin Flynn do it. You get like <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a different form of ASMR. You you build up this potential of is he gonna get a shiny? Is he gonna get a shiny? Is he gonna get a shiny? And then he gets the shiny. And it's just like the ecstatic release, uh, even though it's not uh, you. Who, I feel uh, like you're having a different sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I have I I don't watch those videos, so I have no sensation. Uh, yeah, so I. I there are a lot of Pokemon streamers, probably too many. I think Twitch plays Pokemon does it the best. I think it's simple. I don't think they're they're doing some bait and switch method with you. It's just there. It's always there. It's twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. It it's not making you adjust your schedule to watch it. Uh, but that's just my opinion. There you go. Uh, JJ writes in, Hey guys, I recently started going Super Saiyan with my geekdom again. Mm. With that, I got into Pokemon again, and then I realized there was a whole world of competitive Pokemon. Can you or will go into how competitive breeding, training, and battling works? I've gone and read some guides online, but it gets really deep really fast, and I'm just <laughs> starting. So I'm just starting. So how to start? 
I'm just starting, so how to start. That is what well, the sentence says. Uh, if it helps, you... I have oh. Omega Ruby, and my wife just got X. Much appreciated. So I would say just the, the shortest way to cover this uh, for competitive breeding, get a 6IV ditto, and you can yep. do that on Reddit. There is a Reddit group for that. Yep. Uh, what was the second one? Our Slack community probably has a bunch. Well, no, every time somebody asks in the Slack community, we say go to Reddit. Um, well, we need to get some <laughs> dittos in there. Okay, you can't just buy dittos, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but you uh, can. <laughs> you got you to gotta get go to the ditto source and and follow their rules. What was the second one? Uh, well, I mean, training and battling. Uh, training hordes. Do you do your horde training? Make sure that you have uh, the power item for the particular thing that you're trying to train for, and make sure that you have experience share turned on. Um, and for competitive battling, battle spot. Practice on battle spot all the time. Yep. And or when they you... have the monthly competitions, do the monthly competitions. Any any battling will make you better. Battle so, spot aims you towards the uh, the real competitive. If you're if you're just getting started though, and it's been a long time since you've hit Pokemon, I would suggest getting Pokemon Showdown because you can alter the stats of the Pokemon that are on your team without really knowing how to achieve that. And then you're like, okay, I understand this thing has some values like an effort value or whatever, and that makes his stats do this. And then you sort of get why you're training at a horde battle. Um, Plus it's super easy to get your team set up. For me, Pokemon showdown is like going to Indiana Jones's archeology span class and never actually traveling to another continent. And then you're saying, (laughs) I'm the same kind of archeologist as Indiana Jones. I'm like, oh, no, uh, no, no, you've no. never been to the Temple of Doom, my friend. Right. Training on Battle Spot is really important. Like playing in the actual game is really important. I'm just saying as a first step to especially if you've gone to competitive battling and breeding like YouTube videos and it felt overwhelming. I'm not saying that Pokemon Showdown won't feel a little overwhelming, but you can just slap a team together and you're like, well, I like Gengar. He's going on my team. And then you can find out through trial and error like, oh, that's this move is bad. This move is good. Uh, without having to figure out all those YouTube videos and also without having to, a ton of time investment. But in order to be actual Indiana Jones, you're going to need to actually do it on your game and then play on Battlespot. Yeah, <laughs> Showdown gives you the book learning and then you have to actually enter the field and have right. some actual battles so you can see how hacks actually works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with both of you. I think there's a bigger question here of we should probably do a podcast focused on these things because the last time we did it was around episode 60 or so uh i mean i i still have all my knowledge like i used the last two years i was really into competitive battling and i just sort of did it too much and now i'm kind of off that especially now because if you want to do a competitive battling team you're going to have to soft reset for like half of your squad so so here's one thing i disagree with you um Mm -hmm. a little bit on that it's if you like already have a Xerneas. If you already have a what's the big red guy? Wow. Evatel? No. Well, the actual competitive. No, the competitive one. Groudon. You talking about Groudon. Yes. The like, big red guy. Kane. <laughs> like you can still enjoy competitive battling with a non-perfect IV, non-correct nature Groudon. The That's base true. stats are there. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to restart your game and replay the game. Just play with what you have and have a good time. Survive the year. Next year will be a different story with no legendaries. 
Yeah, that's true. That's that's very don't, true. Don't and turn your back on the whole thing just because you are in an absolute lock-in to win. No. Right. Guess what, folks? We do competitive battling to have fun playing Pokemon, not to win every <laughs> single time. Grow that's up. But what You're if you did like it. a five-year-old? What if you did it for charity? I, I will Honest lose. For, I would lose Pokemon for charity. I will donate five dollars to charity, every, or you guys uh, will donate five dollars to charity every time I lose, and I'm going to lose every time. There you go. I would, I would watch that stream. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do one more question here. Uh, but yeah, uh, to go back to the last one, we will. We'll try to plan a competitive episode in the future. Uh, last question is from Michael V. As of which celebrity would you want to do the voice of Detective Pikachu? I think Liam Nelson would be a great. Liam would Nelson. Be, Liam. Yeah, yeah Liam, Liam Nelson. Neeson. Oh, Neeson. sorry, Neeson. <laughs> my apologies. Would be great for Pikachu, but I know that wouldn't happen. Thanks for reading my email and keep up the great work. Great work. Who is uh, Neon Liam Nelson? Liam Neeson, he's what? the one who did where his daughter was abducted, and he's like, taken. I have some very special skills, and you better give me my daughter back. Blah, he blah, did blah. all the taken and retakening and took in three, the retook. Oh, and I never he was saw also any of those. Quite, he was Qui-Gon Jinn in episode one of Star oh, Wars. Oh, I know Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, there you go. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Brian Cranston, who is a very versatile and has diverse uh, chops, acting chops, would be nice. But Brian there would be so is great. a world of voice actors out there who specialize <laughs> in voice acting. Yeah, let's just get a professional voice actor to do it. I would say Jeff Bridges. No, Jeff Bridges. No, yeah. Yeah. So dumb. No, guys, guys, guys. I know, I know. You don't like the Danny DeVito thing, but and this was I actually was like hell yeah or Bulbasaur yeah whatever. Um, <laughs> When I I just thought that it, that he was just going to say Pikachu, and I thought they were getting Danny DeVito to just say Pikachu over and over again, and that would be hilarious. Because <laughs> he'd be like, Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually, Detective Pikachu apparently talks a lot and is a fun character. I'm like, I'm really excited about Detective Pikachu. Uh, I am as I, well. I hope they release it here in this country. There's no guarantee of that. That's true. Um, but, you know, for some reason, people's reaction to the trailer for Detective Pikachu have, like, hit me on my rant button right in the middle of the rant <laughs> button. Because there are things people have said that have just really set me off. Like, how incredibly ignorant are you that you can't see what is on the screen in front of you and you're describing something completely differently just because you're not paying attention? <laughs> hey, guess what, folks? Here's a secret. If you are not paying attention to what is directly in front of your eyes, you are going to make Will Anderson real mad real fast. <laughs> that's your that's your alert, your Will alert today. Here you go. Irene came in here and said Justin Long. Justin Long for Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I don't know is who that is. The Mac? He was the Mac in the Mac and PC commercials. Oh, John oh. Hodgman. John Hodgman is a better one. Oh, yep. You, oh, wow. <laughs> John Hodgman would be so great. Now John Hodgman's I with. love John Hodgman's voice. Yep. Oh, it would be such a good detective voice. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. John Hodgman. That's that's the official stance of Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Glad we got there. <laughs>
Again, if you have any emails you'd like to share, you can do so by emailing me at sbj at pkmncast.com or by just going to pokemonpodcast.com and send in your emails to us so we can continue doing emails every single show. Moving on to Pokemon of the Week. This week's Pokemon is... Primeape. (laughs) Which evolves from Mankey at level 28. Primeape is based on... A monkey. And a pig. <laughs> a monkey and a pig. A pig monkey. It is the pig monkey Pokemon. Who are you guessed? What does that mean in the world of Pokemon? Like when, when the Pokedex describes it as the pig monkey Pokemon, there's no pigs and there's no monkeys. There's just primates. <laughs> there's... That's just which Pokemon is. It is. It, well, Logan, see, first you have to understand the lore. <laughs> and Pokemon... <laughs> Doesn't actually take place on Earth. Mm-hmm. So clearly they have advanced far beyond Earth animals. So they are aware of the Earth animals. Oh. They just don't exist in the world that the Pokemon live in. I see. Thank you for that lore <laughs> explanation. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, what, what, what do we got here? What do we got here? I don't have a move set for you guys, but I can tell you that I can give a move set. All right, cool. Uh, uh, base stats wait. here are 455. Highest being attack, second highest being speed, lowest being special attack and defense at 60. And Primeape is just a pure fighting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, now over to your moves with Logan Jenkins. <laughs> so uh, Primeape gets Defiant, which is a really good ability in uh in bgc which means that anytime any of its stats are lowered it raises its stat its uh attack stat by two stages so since um intimidate is a really big thing in bgc he'll he's immune to that in fact he he gets better if somebody tries to intimidate him um he's also uh, he's a fighting type so he can take down a kangaskhan unfortunately he's too slow he's just barely he's 95 speed Kangaskhan before Mega Evolves is 90, but they normally have either fake out or protect. And if they see a primate, they'll just protect and then they'll be faster than primate. So you could probably run a choice scarf to make him slightly faster so what you about, can get in the KO. What about hmm? a quick claw? <laughs> yeah, quick a quick claw, claw would be a good choice. Yeah, because then you can roll a dice. And if you got a 10 on that D10, <laughs> then you get to first on your quick claw. <laughs> a... Mega Primeape is the Kangaskhan killer. Mega Primeape, that's right, with a quick claw. <laughs> is there is there any other held items besides a choice scarf that would make him faster or is that all you got? Uh no, you I mean yeah, you're going to Cho- choice scarf is the is the one to go with. There are other I mean there's other less effective ones, but you it relies on somebody else doing something. This is the only one out the gate that'll that'll make you go faster. What, what about Tailwind Primeape? Uh well he doesn't learn tailwind but he could have a <laughs> no I on a doubles team dude <laughs> he could on have a, a doubles start. team yeah 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 no I get you so if you have like a talent flame out there or a uh, what's his name the ground flying what what Gen one Pokemon can learn tailwind I think I think the the disappointing thing here is he's fast just not fast enough right <laughs> he's well, how do we get him there? How do we get him over that edge? 
What Scar- he's he's base, he's he's ninety five, right? Yeah, but okay. you could do, you you could do ca- Tailwind on like a Snorlax, and you'd get more Snorlax for your buck. <laughs> yeah, but Snorlax is not a fighting type. He's not going to get stabbed off a of fighting. I'm just saying type. that like Tailwind benefits from Pokemon way slower. Yeah, but this, I mean, and you're right. right. There are probably other. There's other fighting types that you could use. Regular this- Kang- regular Kangaskhan speed is ninety. Yeah, I'm looking what yeah. Megas is. And Megas is 100. And then Primeape is 95. So he's right in the middle. He can go faster than so the Primeape with Tailwind. Gets it. It gets there. <laughs> well, any Pokemon with Tailwind will get there. Not, Not any necessarily. Pokemon. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it does a, is it as a half of a stage, right? Or is it just a one stage? It's just a one stage boost. It doubles your, you doubles oh, your. Oh, so it's, it's actually a two stage boost speed. for your whole team. Yeah, I thought it doubles your speed. Yeah, okay, so it's a two-stage boost for your whole team. So yeah, behind a Tailwind, but like you said, it does, I mean, it's a, there's a wide range of Pokemon, but this particular one, he's defiant, and he can learn close combat, and U-turn, and uh, he's got an Earthquake on there. Like, he's good VGC Pokemon just because of that, but... Uh, can he learn Rock Slide? He can learn Stone Edge. That's slide. not Rock Slide. Yeah, Rock Slide's the move of the century. It is the move of the century. Um, Hold on, let me make sure he can't. I think he's... Oh, no, he's got Rock Slide. He totally does. Yeah, he can learn Rock Slide. There you go. That's all you need in life. So, yeah, Rock Slide's great in VGC as well. So, uh, probably give him Rock Slide. <laughs> but uh, if you got a Choice Scarf, he goes faster. If you don't want a Choice Scarf, you can always put him behind a Tailwind. Or you can put the Kangaskhan or other things under, like, the Icy Wind or something like that. Yeah. And obviously, you're going to want him to be... Jolly is the one that's fast, right? Mm-hmm. Jolly. Yeah. You probably whatever the one increases speed but lower special attack because you're yeah not gonna do a single special attack with this Pokemon. (laughs) Right, he's jelly, and then you'd put two fifty two, two fifty two in attack and speed, and then the other four on HP. Uh, I got some trivia for you. Despite not having a tail, Primate can still learn Iron Tail. (laughs) (laughs) And according to the according to Pocket Monsters, the animation Primate is the reason. Why Pokeball ball, Pokeballs were developed? Hmm. Interesting. And we'll the origin is and get that manga. The origins is Primeape has much in common with baboons. There you go. There he you go. He also likes to steal Ash's hat. Yes, Ash, not red. Ash's hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a kind of boring shiny, just a bit darker. Yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> Poor guy. Primeape could be could be something of a shining star one day. Mega that day, primeape. That day is not here nor <laughs> day is not here yet. But I promise, when when we get Mega Primeape, you guys are all gonna just like die and die I to have it on your team. Love Primeape. I just every Pokemon I love is not competitive. <laughs> Mega I mean, Primeape's ability that... is gonna be called Kanga Killer, and it's basically if you <laughs> have Mega Primeape and they have Mega Kangaskhan, the Mega Kangaskhan just automatically faints. Man, do you know, like, he would just be top tier. That's <laughs> actually, actually, no, he would just, the, his existence would make it so nobody plays Kangaskhan anymore. Yeah. Well, that would be the point of how you balance out the meta. That's true. <laughs> I've solved um, everyone's problem. I mean, he's like, the fact that he's got Defiant is really good in VGC. I think he can be competitive just because he's got Defiant. I want to put the you on the problem is that he, like, he exists in a world where there's also... What's the what's the bug guy? Oh man, oh man, it's been too long since I've done this. Genesect. 
Shizor? Shuckle. No. Shuckle? It's a dark. It's dark and steel. Bisharp. Dark and Bisharp yeah. is the one. He's got he's defiant and he's better. Yeah, but be... for the you gotta think of for the Kanto classic. That's what's coming up, buddy. I'm gonna put you on the okay, spot, Logan. Kanto classic, he's great. Yeah. What? What fighting Pokemon would be faster than Primate, but still hit as hard? Is there any? Because uh, I feel like this is where Primate suffer, suffers from. Hitmon yeah. top. Machamp is at 55. 55 so no. Now we're Beat. giving people advice for the Kanto Classic right now. Stop with your Hitmon tops. you got Hitmon <laughs> Chan. You've got Hitmon. But he asked me a different question. <laughs> well, I've changed, the, I've changed the conversation. I'm taking control of the conversation. Okay. Hitmon Chan is 76. No, we're going. We're going uh, primate for the Kanto Classic. <laughs> Wait, the, there's three fighting Pokemon. Is that what you have? <laughs> what What other Gen One fighting Pokemon are there? Uh, Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, Primate, Mach- Machamp, Machamp, too slow. Is that really all of it? All right. What other fighting types are there in Gen One? Come on, people, exercise your brains. Uh, um, no, I think you named them, didn't you? I thought I mean, there were you're way more. Like, oh no, dog! Mankey, Primate, Machop, Machoke, Machamp, Hitmonlee, Hotman, Hitmonchan. Yep, Period. that's it. Done. Well, I guess uh, Primate is going to be your fighting Pokemon of choice. You heard it here first. <laughs> Primate Tail, is okay. T- Tailwind, Primate, OP. There's the a lot of normal Classic. Pokemon in Gen One, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Radicades. And especially if you count all the ones that turned into fairy eventually. Well, fable. Well, that I think wraps up our show for you guys. Enjoy your uh, commercials at the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you Polyrath, oops. Don't ooh Polyrath. If you don't watch the Super Bowl, I'm sure you can just go to YouTube the day after and watch them all. Logan is at Logan Jenkins on Twitter. Yep. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow at Pokemon Podcast for all your news. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are Super Primate Superman Keys. <laughs> I'm not evolved. <laughs>